Hey everybody, welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm Summer Vishal. Uh, I'm, oh shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Zachary Patton Garcia. And I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. We are here to talk about the Angels season one episode, Hero. Which I, I feel like it's wild that we've made it already to this episode, because this feels like a very pivotal season, like it changes the season, right? Um, but yeah, I'm glad to have all three of you here. Um, Summer, give us, what do, you, what do you think of this episode, just like in general? I mean, it's fucking, it's a bummer. Um, yeah. You know what I will <laughs> say after I watched it again, because I knew we were recording, because I was like, I want to know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> the fucking like nazis that are like killing all these demons off are terrifying yeah yeah like yeah. they're so scary like the makeup and like just the creature that they develop for this like the demons specifically that they develop for yeah that military are i mean they were military right they were like kind of Something. military oh, yeah. super militaristic yeah super yeah. military yeah. they were just fucking so creepy like that really hit hard um mm. and it was like sad to watch Doyle die because you know he's gonna die you know what happens yeah. and it's always sad and then like yeah it's just it's a good episode <laughs> but it's a bummer um zachary no, no, everything she just said, and it's sad. And you, know, you get to the end, and he's like, everyone needs a hero, or whatever he does it in his little accent. It's just, it's, I I didn't, because I've seen this, like, this is the episode I've seen, like, a bunch of times. Um, oh, you have? Okay. And I didn't expect to be sad again, and I was. And <sighs> I think it's more because now I'm going through the season, so, like, I'm seeing his, his yeah. arc. And he really does have a full arc, like, in such a short amount of time, so. It's, it's so crazy, one. right? Because it was such a <laughs> short amount of time, and that, like, hero sent off really was kind of justified even though it was like seven well, how many episodes was it only uh, nine yeah only nine nine no. this is you got nine oh episodes. <laughs> yeah yeah uh jason what'd you think I, uh, yeah, just watching it again and like knowing what's happening i feel like i was just like I'm like oh well, now i'm sad the whole time so <laughs> i don't know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah right it's i mean like i feel like this is like with most tv if you love it and you go back and watch an episode mm -hmm. like it's very clear they're setting up everything for like this is mm -hmm. Doyle's last stand. Um cuz yeah. like him and Cordy finally start to like get there and I you know, I feel like in past watches, I don't know if this is your influence summer or what, but like I didn't love Doyle as much, but this time I did like Yay. he like like you guys said, he has an arc and like you know, yeah. it's it's all slowly I I almost feel like it's like sprinkled in earlier. And then, like, all of that does lead up to this, right? It's like, mm -hmm. in a previous episode, we get him literally saying in one of the other episodes that, like, he doesn't like being in demon form because, like, you know, he doesn't even like fighting in his demon form. Um, and that we, we know that he's, like, like self-conscious about it and feels some kind of way. Um, and I don't know. That's, like, uh, the writing does pay it off here, um, yeah. even though it's, like you said, Summer, a fucking bummer. Um, it feels mm -hmm. like... Doesn't it feel this? It's it's just weird. It feels very season finale. Yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah. it feels That's like he's honestly, probably been in there longer. He, you know, when we started with Doyle, it seems like there's a lot going on in his mind. He and and, and from <laughs> what did you say this was episode nine? From yeah. episode <laughs> one, it's like 
it's like somebody in his ear, you know, say or whoever's writing these episodes saying, calm down, Doyle. Calm down. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> and then we get to him being okay, and he fucking dies, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jason, what were you going to say? Oh, I, I, I just like, I for some reason, when, you know, you said we were doing this episode, I was like, oh, wow, you're already at the finale. And I'm like, wait, this wasn't the finale. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Because it does. <laughs> it feels like, like, that was like, that's it for the season. But, it, you know, obviously it's not. Was yeah. this mid-season? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, okay. I, I know back then, remember there used to be like, Mm-hmm. There's like a couple of weeks, right? That, was like, yeah, like where like that, yeah. they probably took a break after airing this episode, like because it does. You're right; it does feel like a finale. Um, Let me go check that. Actually, they needed that, that's actually that's actually what I was just doing. I was like, oh wait, let me let me see. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is November 30th, and then oh no, November 30th, and the next episode was December 14th. Huh. That's so, so weird, man. Yeah. So then that makes me believe that it was the uh it was the addiction issue thing. Yeah. Story. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. Because if it was a planned thing, wouldn't you plan that as the as the mid season? Right. Yeah. And like not just nine ep- yeah, it would be like at least in the middle. Um mm. well and like I was wondering, I was trying to find anything, but I couldn't really find anything about because so while it all does line up for Doyle, the plot of this episode moves so fast. Um, yeah. Like when we were on that ledge, when they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? I was like, wait, we're already at the end. This is where Doyle dies. Like, fuck. Like it felt so weirdly fast that I almost, yeah. it almost felt like, and Summer, you always talk about like this with TV shows, right? It almost feels like, feels like they did like a rewrite for like the last 30 minutes of the episode to be like, nope, we gotta, we gotta get to the Doyle end quicker. Right. It was mm-hmm. just so random. Yeah. But like, cause it, if they really, I mean, you can see it in his send off and, and mm-hmm. how much weight it had and how effective of a, of a like exclamation point in the series that it was and how remembered he is for nine episodes yeah. for a show that ran for, I don't know how many seasons. Yeah. It's just, it's very interesting. It's very interesting because they clearly paid a lot of mind and time to the development of his character. And yeah. they put equal time and mind into his departure. And it's just what happened? Like, and, <laughs> and why um, yeah. is the question. Because you don't usually invest that much time to take it all apart nine episodes right. later. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's why I do think probably the story of that, like, he had addiction issues and they had to fire him probably is true. Because, like, yeah. we wouldn't have invested that much time in a character if we were going to kill him and never see him again, right? Well, Ian, you have connections. Can't you ask somebody what the <laughs> what the truth to this is? Because there's, ru- there's two rumors that can go, like, side by side. It was that uh, J- Joss did say that. It was it was planned all along, but then there was that you know mm. subtle rumor that it was the addiction issues. So like, mm. go clear that up for us and like add it <laughs> in or something. All right, I'll text I'll text Drew Greenberg and Tom Lank after this. See if they know uh, <laughs> about the spinoff show they never worked on. Okay. They know um, all the people though; they're all interconnected. True, true. Um, <laughs> what so I we do open- think is effective though is how in Buffy like. We don't ever lose anybody that we're that invested in, especially mm-hmm. not early on. Mm-hmm. Like this, and they were trying to be a much darker, more adult show. Like this mm-hmm. is Angel. This isn't Buffy. This ain't Sunnydale. You know, right. <laughs> and like 
you could lose one of the th- people you think is one of the leads, you know, and that right. I guess that does hit home. It's like, damn, anything can happen. It could be yeah, like the I Jesse remember being thing, so right? surprised and like when it happened, I was just like, wait, that's it? Like that that's <laughs> it? That can't be right. I- Jason, I think you literally said that to me when we watched that episode together. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, Zach, I heard what you, you were saying that maybe it could be a Jesse thing. And I do think that could also be a factor. Like they, well, because did they like could have that. had, right. Yeah, right. Like they could have had that idea already and just like expanded upon it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and given him a little bit more time. Cause I mean, we didn't get a whole lot of time with Jesse. So like we weren't, you know, crying over it. Right. And yeah. Somebody could have had the idea. Well, what if we took Jesse and gave him nine episodes? Yeah. You know, cut it, cut it yeah. right before the That's tent. true. That's true. That, I mean, and like, again, it does, it does work. Like the emotional beats like mm-hmm. play out here really well. And, but it, mm. I, I did think the same thing you thought, Zach, it just felt very season finale. Um, like the, you know, even opening with, so at the end of the episode, we do open on, which I love, the like Cordelia trying to like get them to do a commercial and she's explaining it to Angel. Like, <laughs> so I love good. that. <laughs> it's my yeah. favorite fucking thing. And she puts herself right in the commercial. And... <laughs> I love that... her voice over too. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, we should get him or we should get him. <laughs> like, but like, she's like, that bald guy from Star Trek. And <laughs> 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 when she's like, well, cast an up and coming young starlet and it's her. <laughs> I feel like this is somehow like me giving Zach an idea for something. <laughs> probably, probably, and you're just putting yourself in it. I could see it. Um, but so yeah, I I like that. I like it. it let's, but also it's like goofy. But again, goes back to you know what we say all the time. Summer is that Cordelia's also right. Like that would help, right? Like having a commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's so it's so sad. Like his final like line. Like, yeah. Uh, he's like, is that it? Am I done? Are we done? He's like, yeah. I know. Dude, you was not going to be in the credits anymore. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> dead. You know what? I wish that, like, Buffy had done a commercial. I would love to see Buffy act in a commercial, like for the Double Meat Palace or something like that. Just oh my God, some yes. sort of commercial, right? Uh-huh. Anya would have been the one directing that commercial, too. <laughs> she would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, or, like, a commercial for the Magic Box. Like, oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Buffy gets to play the, like, patron or something. <laughs> Oh my god, and I'm like, and I like that Cordelia, like, not only does she have the idea, but she becomes, like, the writer and director for this commercial, and that's totally what Anya would have done, too, right? Yeah. And Giles would have been the one, like, oh, do I have to deliver these lines? They um, never interacted, did they? No. No. But uh, uh, Anya and Cordelia? Yeah, what a tragedy. Uh, we got... We got the like wish, but like that was it's like you know. barely though. They yeah. didn't like when they really started to develop Anya, they didn't yeah. like we didn't get that crossover. I know, because they would have been mm-hmm. so good together. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, so, so I love this. I love that like, you know, Cordelia's and he just kind of blows her off again and he's like, No, and I I also love the title she gives him in their commercial of like Dark Avenger. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> Dark um, Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then she's like, Buffy blows into town and puts you in a permanent funk. Like, I love that she's, like, annoyed. Because he just blows her <laughs> off, right? Yeah. Um, and talk like, about that for a second? Okay. Yeah. 
following that episode up with this episode, like who? Yeah, yeah that's is, true. Is the masochist in that <laughs> fucking like, writer's room? You, because <laughs> <laughs> there is some pain and trauma there. Yeah, Zach, I'm um, glad that I wasn't sure if you would have known that because I know sometimes you haven't watched all the episodes, but I was glad you. Oh, I'm I glad have seen, seen that episode. Oh yes, yes I have seen that episode. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it's wild to like. The episodes are like mildly serious, but then like in season one, but then those two episodes back to back, like Jesus Christ. But then they're like, here's Sarah crying. And yes. I'm like, oh, I can't handle this. It's too much. I'm like, please stop showing me Sarah Michelle Geller crying. <laughs> Why do you have to come uh, back? Um, but like, so then Doyle comes in and he's kind of like, well, we can't really do a commercial because he can only go out at night. And she's like, yeah, Angel's too Braveheart for the average couch potato. And she's like, we need someone more average and ordinary. And then immediately is like, oh, Doyle. Um, and I love that he is kind of like, no, absolutely not. And she's like, this is non-negotiable. You are doing this commercial. <laughs> um, and when he's like, I don't I don't know we, that what we need evil for. We got you right here. And she's like, I heard that. Um, I just... I, I think maybe Charisma Carpenter has very good chemistry with everyone that she, like, yeah. shares a scene with, right? Yeah, she yeah. really does. <laughs> she's just fire with everyone. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, I love that we get a little bit of, like, hints of, like, Cordy and Angel this season when they have their, like, very nice one-on-one -on -one moments. And, like, their chemistry is there. But then, like, her and Doyle's one-on-one -on -one scenes, the chemistry is also there, right? Mm -hmm. She has good chemistry with both of them. Um, and so, like, I kind of get why people held on to that. Like, some people are like, oh, like, one of the ships I really love, like, whenever I talk about how I like Angel and Cordelia together, people will talk about Cordelia and Doyle, which, again, like y'all said, is like a testament to him because he's only in the show for nine episodes. Um, mm -hmm. But they do they do have good chemistry. Um, post credits, we cut to them filming the commercial. And I love our rats are low. And she's like, rights. And he's like, it says rats. Like it's very <laughs> cute. And it made me think of your welcome Cordelia's last episode when she watches the tape. Like, ugh. Oh, does she do that? You're spoiling shit. Man. Why did you oh, have no. to say it? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of the bits in her last episode is she's watching that tape. And that it's is always fucking like, heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to oh, tear. It's, it's, oh yeah. It's, it's a something's. <laughs> um yeah and i like th that's what i just kept thinking about and so we get like another moment of cordelia developing as she's like oh you're giving weasel and he's like her and she does apologize she's like i'm sorry like you know all this is stressing me out and she just wants to like get a commercial like she's the it really does feel like she's the only one interested in the business being a business <laughs> Just so right. annoying too, right? Yeah, because it is something like she's very much looking out for her own livelihood, right? <laughs> like, right. Angel has this like big ass little underground Batman lair, but like she's going to Dennis's apartment. She's got to make sure she can afford it every day. Um, <laughs> and yeah, commercial would really help. Like she says, they don't got any clients, you know? Right. Like who's looking out for this? <laughs> and like, I mean. And, and I mean, Summer, you talk about this all the time. Like, they really do, like, they play it off as though, like, oh, stupid Cordy. But it's like, no, she's she's right. Yeah, no, <laughs> she's like, she's like, we have a fucking business and we need clients and there's a way to run one. 
Like yeah. she, I, she's like, she's the reason they have income and Angel can even save and help people because he's so awkward and brooding. Like, we're, like who would even be able to approach him to ask for help? They don't I approach him. He approaches everybody else in right. dark parking lots. Exactly. Only women. Exactly. <laughs> You're right, Summer. I wouldn't go to that guy for help. Like. Nah. I'd be like, like no, that guy. <laughs> that guy in that long trench coat? No, I'm good. Like, he probably will kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get all of this. Um, and I do like that Cordelia is like, maybe we should get Angel a costume. And Doyle's like, yeah. I don't want to picture him in spandex. And he's like, wait, I can. And, like, I kind of love that, like, Doyle, like, if the show were, like, today, he would have been, like, buyer pan. Because he's like, mm-hmm. there's always, like, references to him thinking Angel is very attractive. <laughs> Every yeah. oh, have, there really you know, is. They have done that, right? Right. <laughs> I think it yeah. has been every episode you've been on, Zach. Like. It absolutely has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right, don't you think if that show were done now, Zach, that he would have mm-hmm. been like queer or something? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, and, and they would have done it either really well or you know, yeah. super right. pandering. But um, <laughs> he would have been something. You know, he yeah. it would have been like the hint of uh, a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it probably would have been this, but. A little bit more you know right like a, not much I mean, more than true. this though yeah yeah or like or maybe it's just like they don't say it but it's like yeah like clearer that like he, he is. absolutely thinks of angel in different scenarios <laughs> right? quite often it's very clear <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and like fair season one angel is a fucking babe so fair um but so doyle goes down to talk to angel he tells cordy he'll talk to him and Angel's like very grumpy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing his like boxing routine. And I I actually forgot. I kind of thought that they, and I think I said this in our recording summer and I was wrong. I didn't think we ever talked about what happened in the previous, like I didn't think Angel ever acknowledged it to any of the characters, mm-hmm. but he does. Um, which almost feels unangel like doesn't it? That he just immediately is like, well, this is what happened. It sucked. Yeah. That's why. That's why I think it it was rushed because I'm like I because even like seeing that episode like the episode before it's just like well he's gonna like sit on this for a while and then right. maybe it'll come out and someone's but like yeah that's why that's what what felt rushed. I'm like he's just he's just saying it right now. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, but I do I do like it. I do like this scene between them, and I was glad they like they needed a one on one scene. Um since it's his last episode. Uh, but the way he approaches it is like, why didn't you tell me about the oracles? And Doyle's like, what? Um, and I do like that after Angel kind of tells him everything, we cut to him immediately telling Cordelia. <laughs> like, I do like that. Um, yeah. And like, I even really like their scene. Like, uh, Cordelia and Doyle's scene here is like very good. Because um, I, I also, the thing we like, I mean, you mentioned this, Zach, like on Buffy, we didn't get a lot of time where it's just like the characters get to sit and just like chat. Um, A lot of times it would be like, oh, we got to get Dawn to school or like, oh, we got to talk about the new monster this week or like, oh, Glory or the mayor or Angelus. Mm -hmm. But I like that we do get these moments. (laughs) Why did you open with getting Dawn to school? There's other things (laughs) over the hell map that are a lot more serious. (laughs) Because I feel like 
that's like that's like yes. a lower stakes but we still get that that would be like a, a, you know <laughs> but but you're right like this show does do a lot of like one-on-one chatting and this episode particularly like he does one-on-one chatting with so many of these characters even the side yeah. characters you know yeah. like this is this is very much a foreshadowing doyle's death episode mm-hmm. it's like the entire yeah. episode is like that yeah yeah um mm-hmm. and i he does he does well. I do think like Glenn Quinn delivers in all these mm. scenes. Um, yeah. I wonder, like, you know what I kept thinking of? Um, and Summer, I don't know if you have a, anything to compare this to. Like, if you know it's your last episode, are you like, shit, I gotta like bring it? Or is it more like, fuck, this is my last episode? Like, I don't know, right? I don't know. I mean, a lot of times you don't even fucking know it's your last episode. <laughs> also fair. You, you just gotta, you gotta act like it is, so it's not. I mean, that's kind of how I always approached it. But I mean, I would bring I love, it more. act like it is, so it's not. <laughs> yeah, like like if I knew it was my my send off, I'd be like, bitches, you're gonna remember me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, is that what Sarah Michelle Gellar's doing in every episode of Buffy? She's like, this yeah. is it. This is the last This is the end of my career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, Charisma Carpenter does, when she comes back, right? Summer, you've seen season five, right? Of Buffy or Angel? Cor- Cor- uh, of Angel, Cordelia's last episode. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, she, she definitely does, right? Like, oh, like, yeah. She looks fucking gorgeous and she like uh-huh. nails every every scene <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it probably was that like mm, yeah. you want it to be my last episode well hmm. uh-huh <laughs> yeah exactly um, but uh so god where zach where are we <laughs> okay so we cordelia and and doyle were, were having their little oh, right. one-on-one heart to heart and yeah. uh doyle it's we get this moment like Quite often through the through the episode, is Doyle is about to, to say something. He's about to reveal his feelings or ask her out mm-hmm. on a date or or something, mm-hmm. right? That's going to progress that relationship. Um, and then the cruelty factor of the writer comes in, and uh, it's always cut <laughs> off by by the door opening, the the bell on the door opening, or Angel showing right. up on a motorbike, you know. And so somebody <laughs> shows up. who shows up. Um, hold on. I'm, well, no, it's a woman walks by, but then that, he gets a vision okay, before yeah. he can. Right? Ah. Yeah, and so right. Cordelia act like they're playing charades, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, I do love that the scene ends with her being like, "Well, in the vision, did they look like they could pay?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but like, this is for me, like, because this is still like you know we're still like only like maybe like ten ish minutes into the episode, um, and then after this, it does feel so like it feels like everything gets bleak and the stakes get like so high so fast right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because it's just like oh he sees those demons up oh, angels found them up oh, they're in like this grave danger we have nazi other nazi demons like man this is if- a dark episode yeah. and it's dark and these these demons are so dark but they don't come back do they no, no. so why is it like this dark i know right? they really invested right. in that yeah, it does feel like something we should have or could have come back to if we're going to yeah. make the stakes so high, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I read that the only time this is ever mentioned again is when they when like Connor is born 
that apparently Angel does say he would worry <laughs> that the scourge would come for him. <laughs> I might offer Connor up to the scourge. I don't know. Is that, that, <laughs> that's not so bad. <laughs> I know. He was the worst. <laughs> yeah anytime oh. someone says dawn is the worst buffy verse character i'm like no oh, connor dawn is, dawn is still fun though i love watching dawn still yeah you know? i would take I cannot I, stand dawn watching or, or connor over <laughs> riley any day <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with oh. this i might leave the episode uh, zach loves zach, <laughs> zach likes love riley. riley jason oh, hates riley uh, <laughs> i feel very like I love a golden retriever boyfriend. I I do too, but he is a little too. I don't know, Summer. How do you feel about Riley? You know what? Everybody's got a Riley in their past. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I I got a Riley. I got a Riley. I I spent one. We're getting into the some official true Hollywood story now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true. Just that, like basic dude that can't get past is like hardwiring yes yeah that you you like spend too much time on and like there was parts of that season i remember that i was so annoyed with like her one night stand like i hated that that happened to buffy yeah yeah you know the riley thing and how long it continued i didn't even like when he like came back and was the one to make her feel better than her circumstances oh really i did like i was I was pissed. Yeah, it's like, why is Riley the one that illuminates that she is this, like, special human being that's gifted? Like, really? Like, and and also, like, I had problems with that anyway because Double Meat Palace was, like, it was, like, hard to watch her in that because they, they presented, like, a job as the most degrading thing in the world. And it's like, like yeah. I have problems mm. with that inherently. It's like working is good and there's nothing wrong with honest work. It's right. not honest work is not degrading, yeah. but you know what I mean? There was just a, like, <laughs> oh, she's at the double meat palace and getting fucked in alleys now. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what they do too. It's always in the same episode that that shit's going down. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know like oh fucking hell fuck listen i work i work shitty degrading jobs i'm not getting fucked in alleys like what's going on i'm glad you were not about to go into the ian getting fucked in the barnes and noble alleyway story okay i don't need to hear that one it's like your fingers smell like books Uh, uh, but yeah so god where i have now i've lost track of where we are Um, investigating right and they very quickly like just like find these demons and find out everything right Um, yeah yeah they kind of i also (laughs) i'm so stupid i literally watched this today and i was like wait what happened like i i got confused when there was a flashback because i'm so used to shows like changing the color when there's a flashback and they didn't mm-hmm. really for this flashback so i thought it was just like the next day and doyle meets one of the demons that's like him um but so we get doyle like once he hears the scourge he gets like freaked because he knows he's encountered them before like we get this flashback of this other demon i forget what the hell is his demon name? bracken bracken right bracken demon yeah. yeah yeah it's another bracken demon he's coming to doyle for help and Doyle's like, oh, I can help you on betting, but I'm not, you know, with this, I, I can't help you. Um, and that we learned that was when he got his first vision, but he thought it was a dream and it was of all of them dead. And then he like goes to their hideout and finds out that the Scourge has like murdered them all. 
and he tells Angel this story, which I do like because, again, that goes to Doyle. Like, I think it's like episode two or three. Angel even says Doyle need like he doesn't know Doyle's story. And Doyle's like, oh, we'll get there. And then, you know, two episodes before this, we meet his ex-wife. And then now here we are, like, learning more about, like, when he first got visions and stuff like that. Um, so really, yeah, it really is, like, a very good arc for Doyle, even if it's subtle. Flashbacks usually don't work for me either. And these this yeah. one did, um, especially when he's going through the bodies. And, like, we get very clear close-ups of, like, him looking in their faces and seeing yeah. that they're mm-hmm. dead, you know. Um, there was a lot of emotional weight in that flashback scene. Yeah, they normally, the flashbacks are normally pretty light, but this one was, yeah, like, yeah, I agree. And I, I do kind of like that the flashback is about, like, how he failed, right? And that's why he doesn't want to fail this time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I do think that, like, adds to his character of, like, why he is certain, why he is, like, the way he is for certain things. And, like, I don't know. I, I yeah, I like... As much as I can like, you know, something so bleak, but I do like that it is a little bleaker mm-hmm. and it does add to him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I found interesting too is like Cordelia's like in the back of uh she's she's behind like Doyle and Angel and they're like discussing. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's unclear which one is gonna die. And she's just yeah. like she's playing the stakes for both. She's like, wait, <laughs> are you gonna die? Because they're like having the conversation in code, kind of about who's gonna be the sacrifice. Oh yeah, hero. End, yeah. <laughs> and she's just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> and like, right? This flashback kind of tells us, like retroactively, but it tells us that it does need to be Doyle, right? Because it's like, yeah, the last time when he needed to be, when the scourge is around, he didn't, and it led to like all these people being murdered so he it, it like makes sense that he would be the one to sacrifice himself in the end i'm also really happy that they just like skip the part where he tries to run again and then goes off on his own and realizes no he has to go back right that happens with everything right um, yeah that one trauma has led to him having to run again and but then he realizes he needs to be the hero we just go straight to him needing to be the hero and yeah i appreciate that a lot more yeah, yeah, because, like, right, the back and forth, it's like, come on, we already know. Um, so we get, um, what is it? We, mm, oh, they they kind of tell, they tell, Doyle tells Angel and the Listers, which is the demon name, they tell, like, the Scourge can't be killed, they can't fight them, so Angel's like, I refuse to let that happen, like, I'm going to get you guys out of here, and that's the plan. Yeah. Um, it's a and then, big bad. Like, this is a season big bad. This is not yes. an episode mm-hmm. big bad. Yeah. And it really frustrates me that they take this entire, like, militant group and shove them into an episode. Because when even when the girl is, like, running away with her box and, like, they they hide and they hear the boots, like, that's terrifying. And when you see yeah. them, they're terrifying. Um, yeah. So why the fuck are they only in one episode? Why yeah. is this it, just, like, a one episode little bad? Yeah. <laughs> a little bad <laughs> yeah it is it is weird right because like and they hold the weight of like you feel they like the the marching and the shadows and like it mm-hmm. feels like intense and like also feels like all right angel got those people out of there but we didn't defeat the scourge so shouldn't we yeah, like, like they're <laughs> they're around okay yeah. uh so what what is next? It's it's they they make a plan to get everybody out of there, right? They have mm. Cordelia get a bus, but they don't really tell Cordelia what's going on, so she shows up all confused anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, that's a really important piece of information to tell her when she's coming with a truck. But a fucking like, email, a memo, whatever right. was around back there, a page, you know, however you want to do it. <laughs> her beeper just says, like, demons Ugh. spelled out in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> because she shows up and sees demons and is clearly not expecting demons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is understandably, like, scared, right? <laughs> yes. The demon-human relations in this in these an angel and Buffy, you know, which demons are bad, which ones we trust, which that's always confusing, but like, it makes a lot of sense for her that she grew up on a hell mouth and she's always trying to be killed. You know, people are trying to yeah. kill her that when she shows up in a room full of demons in front of her, you know, she might pull out her, her, uh, her, her mouth spray, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, I love her doing that. I love that she's like, it might look like mess ray, but it is actually demon repellent, and then sprays it, and the guy's was like, mm, winter fresh or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love her. Um, but I will like, and okay, I she's kind of like, excuse me, demons, and like Doyle's like, oh, we'll talk over here. She is a little shitty here, but I'm glad like after like two or three beats, she does come around, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like you said, Zach, for them not telling her, it's like, all right, I can understand where she would be a little like, wait, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? I mean, if you didn't follow the context of Buffy, it would seem like she's being more prejudiced than not, right? But like she did come from a fucking hellmouth where she was being, you know, hunted every other week. So we have to understand that. But then here they're they're kind of sidestepping the context and they're more like trying to make that point. Well, Joel's a demon and he's going to teach her a lesson once, you know, she finds out he's a demon and she's going to give up all that prejudice. But like... I don't know. We don't need that. She, cause she clearly does like fall in line. Like as soon as she realizes yeah. that people need help. And so she's like, okay, well let's help them. Maybe you could have told me that over the phone. I don't know. Okay. Everybody <laughs> right. on the bus, on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She does like come around. Um, we learned that angel is sending them, but see that already just even talking about this. I'm like, God, this episode moves so fast. We're already at the like fucking cargo ship beat. Um, so angel is getting them out of town on a cargo ship. Uh, then we see Angel. I this kind of shit I do like when we get to see Angel do where like he's not evil, but he's like extorting the captain and is like, well, I didn't bite right. that guy because I wasn't hungry. But um, yeah, Jason, I feel like that shit you like, right? Oh, yeah, because like you never get to be like, oh, how did like like, for example, like how did Cordelia get the truck? Like, did she pay right. for it? Like, you know, they're already low on money. But, like, at least we saw, like, yo, they're going to move a whole freaking cruise ship. Like, how is this happening? So it's kind of cool to see, like, the little details and, like, Angel's like, yeah, I'm not paying. <laughs> like, it's it's nice to see that because sometimes you never know. Be like, how'd you get the money for that if you're struggling right now? Right. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, you can't pay the bills, but we can do this. That's weird. Um, Yeah, and I, I just, I like that. Like, that's... I, I just, I don't know. I, I like that shit. And so we get, we find out one of the Lister's kids has run away. Um, and the little, there's a little girl who's like, oh, he's not coming back. So Doyle goes to find him. Yeah. And he basically, I mean, you mentioned this before, Zach. So what is, what does he do with the kid? What talk does he give him? About the, well, I don't know nothing about your religion and your and your Jesus Christ, but, you know, Angel's a good man. We always get the Angel's a good man speech. Angel ain't been doing shit this whole episode, okay? I get where we're going, though, right? We're going that, uh, Doyle's actually the, the hero, but still, I'm, I, I can sit out an episode with, uh, with an Angel's the best man speech. Mm-hmm. I like that you, you want one episode without that. Um, Just one. Yeah, and basically, the like speech he gives him is very like, I understand, I ran, it didn't help, blah, blah, blah. Um, that too, yes. 
Yeah. Um, and like Doyle knows that doesn't work. And like, but very quickly, it's like the kid is kind of like, okay, I'll go back. And then we hear the marching, right? It's fucking um, scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it really does work as like a, oh shit. Um, yeah. Well, they come down yeah, that alley running like they're in a 5K together, you know? Like, they're <laughs> <Yeah>. coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, Doyle hides the kid. He turns into his demon form. He does a diversion. I, a thing like this is kind of... I was... You know what I was thinking about? Um, in Buffy season six, when there's, like, that really dumb, like, demon gang that's, like, trashing Sunnydale before Buffy comes back. I just... I'm like... These demons are like lighting cars on fire and smashing buildings. Like, <laughs> wouldn't this be a problem? Like, <laughs> did we not see those demons actually leave either, though? Because they kind of just like disappear in my memory, but I don't know what right, happened to yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Buffy comes back, she like kills the one main one and then it's kind of like, now they're gone. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, right, like they don't defeat the scourge in this episode and this is what they do. So it feels like. Um, but there is a, uh, there's actually a comic, one of my favorite, before the comic, Buffy comics became canon, one of the last things was a story called Notes from the Underground, where the Scourge actually takes over Sunnydale, and they are under the control of, like, a rebuilt Adam. And it's actually, like, oh, that's a cool storyline. Cool. Yeah. When like is this? It. It's set, I think, I can't remember if it's, it's between six and seven, that's when it is. Um because Anya becomes like they like anyone who's like like Anya who like is a demon but is good they like capture but they don't kill so like Anya is like captured by them um and there's like a scene and she has to stay in her demon form or something and like I remember there's a scene between her and Xander where she yells at him for leaving her at the altar so it's between six and seven and it's like Angel hears about it he breaks faith out of jail and then they go to Sunnydale and that's actually the comic where Pike from the Buffy movie comes in um, and like he helps Buffy and then like him, Buffy, Faith and Angel defeat the Scourge. OK, literally could have been a four or five episode arc. But yeah, it's a comic, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Well, yeah. And that, it, it's like it actually is like a few issues and it's really good. Um, although I haven't read it forever. Um, but yeah, like that's what I always think of with the Scourge, because they really could have like a whole arc in the show. And yeah. But, yeah. anyway, um, Angel kind of like saves Doyle from getting beat up from these guys. It. I will say, although the like the Nazi element like works for making them scarier, they still do feel like okay. I feel like Angel could beat up these demons, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't feel like. I feel like they needed to be like. Also, they're super strong or something I like think that. Because the they didn't really like, like for as for as much as they were rushing the episode and building up and giving context to pretty much everything. There was no context to how powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except they're scary. <laughs> That's it. Right. <laughs> well, I think um, the masculine side was supposed to be like the scary part, right? That's supposed to tell us how dangerous they are. But I think the number thing, the number, the, the fact that he's just outnumbered is maybe mm. the more scary part. But like we've already seen Angel take on like full gangs and stuff like right. that. So it's like a it's like a fifty fifty, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, God, then what happens? <laughs> I keep getting lost in my notes. So. Doyle, oh, so Doyle and Angel had come up with a plan. Um, we see back at the ship that they're waiting for the kid, right? And I do like having to see Cordy like handle this kind of shit. Um, 
And also, were we supposed to assume that Cordy lied when she when the captain was like, oh, so Angel said 50%, but I'm going to do 60%. She's like, okay, because wasn't it that Angel would wipe his debt completely? Yeah. So, the, the, yeah. So she was just like, oh, this is already a deal. That's why the 60 is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure. Um, and I kind of like that they like give her, some, I don't know, like, and she can boss around a fucking captain of a ship. Like, give me a break. It's Cordelia Chase. Um, so I like that she's like able to do that. Um, then we get Angel. <laughs> this is another like very weird, like, Angel's like diversion is to kind of go undercover, but it doesn't really do much. Um, and we get the scene of like, right? Why? Zach, I mean, he learns the info about the 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 chandelier, whatever that is. You know, he learns that info. <laughs> but, but I also feel like Angel's an investigator, and he's so sneaky in like literally every other episode. So why couldn't he just be like hiding? He's depressed, Jason. He's depressed. <laughs> I can't be sneaky when I'm depressed. I can be. I'm sad. I can't do this right now. I gotta save a group of people. Oh. You know what? Fair. <laughs> um, he. I I think it's so cringy when he tries to act bad. Like when he's really bad, <laughs> it's like. It's it's real sexy, but like when he tries to act bad, it's it's cringe. It's so I hated I hated it. I hated it. I do I do think he's having more fun though. The actor probably. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Oh no, he's in Seal Team Six now. We don't know what where his head's at. <laughs> um, so he like pretends to snap Doyle. And this, this is very dumb. It's like he pretends to snap Doyle's neck. We know Doyle can't be dead, but like <laughs> his thing is, I want to join you guys. And so they're like, okay, sure. Um, and then the kid, the demon kid comes upon Doyle and is like, worried he's dead. And we learn that Doyle's fine because he's stronger when he's a demon. I, it, it, none of this is, we're just supposed to accept it. It's, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Sometimes yeah. you just do it. I'm I'm just making shit up in my head that maybe he like locked his neck or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like a he has an extra cat. spine or who knows. <laughs> um, I mean, Summer, you worked on a show with uh, other creatures. Sometimes, right, that is, you just got to like go with it, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah you have to or you or you end up looking silly (laughs) right yeah if if you don't sell what you're supposed to sell like that's what i always told myself if something was just ridiculous (laughs) i was like okay i'm gonna look dumb though were there times where you would read the script and not understand what was happening but just i mean just go with it not not really. Like I would always understand what was happening and I dug mm-hmm. my writing all the time. But there was times where I was like, how the fuck am I going to make this sound not <laughs> insane? But that was kind of like part of the fun of the character I played. Like that was mm-hmm. the game. That was the game. That was, that was the work. And it was fun in its own way. But like, yeah, I said some crazy shit sometimes. And, <laughs> and, and like, I had to have like the stakes of it being real. Which yeah. was yeah. which was hard. So like, I don't know, but like that's why I love like these sci-fi shows and these like genre shows is because it does deal with like quite intense material. I mean, they're covering essentially ethnic cleansing uh, yeah. um, in, in this episode, and you know they cover serious subject matter, but through mm. this filter that is not of our world. So it's just, it's an interesting way to explore really dark and heavy themes. Um, yeah. 
And um, like, I think that if you're aware of that while you're doing these scenes and, uh, and of the like, the themes that are being woven in, into to episodes like this, then it does mean something. And it does matter however silly it may look because it's coming in the form of this like funny looking demon or this mm. ridiculous like electric box or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I guess those mm-hmm. are the things that can ground you into a performance when things around you don't feel grounded. Because, I mean, essentially, I think that's why these demons were so terrifying to me. Because what they represented... Mm-hmm. was so much darker than anything that they've yeah. taken on in Angel yet. The, yeah. yeah, that's very true. Like, and that, that's that's why it's like it's so surprising that that was it. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's especially because like they were afraid of it or something. Yeah. Because especially like Buffy and Angel, usually I can't, I guess the first evil with Buffy, but like I can't think of a, a like big bad or even big bad of the the week that they don't like legitimately kill that's like evil and murderous right like usually it's like they fully defeat the thing mm-hmm. um yeah but so okay so god we're then we are <laughs> angel like they're, they're they're having this big nazi meeting right um, right and angel's all dressed god, up yes. like a like a good old boy he's got his hair slicked back and he's got himself a uniform now which is so weird that they would give him a uniform right um, that's, wouldn't they like give I'm him saying. like a peasant like, outfit like, uh, and like make him with a, like a, a chain neck i don't know right details, details. <laughs> um but he learns about this like magical like chandelier light box thing um mm-hmm. and so he basically gets the intel that he needs to like get out of there and uh and go back to the ship and let everybody know just in time by the way because he jumps on a bike and, ju- and and takes off you know right at the right time yeah because they're like right behind him but okay so before he arrives we get a very good scene <laughs> oh yes between cordelia and doyle because i forgot to mention Earlier, when Cordelia's talking to the head of these Lister demons, he's like, I do like that he's like, you know, Doyle understands our suffering. She's like, oh, we all do. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, of course, yeah, but Doyle's half demon. And she's like, demon? Excuse me? Uh, I, uh, Summer, I got to hear what you think of, because I think Charisma Carpenter does, like, really good work in this scene. When Doyle, like, comes up, she slaps him, and she's like, what do you think I am, superficial? (laughs) Like, right? I know. She's amazing because she has to straddle this the type of dialogue that maybe on paper is not that weighty, but Mm. she has to bring a different type of performance than is what, than is really what's written. And she has to straddle so much comedy and um and like physicality and yet somehow she like grounds it and makes it so emotionally impactful like she just she's so good she does so much um yeah with like what on paper is probably like the type of performances she gives those aren't obvious on the script right it's not it's not like they wrote for her in very traditional or conventional ways um Like you're the, you know, you know, I mean, there's humor, there's who she is as a character that's, you know, pretty complex and and layered with a lot of, um, you know, cultural references and like, you you know, I mean, we know what kind of character Cordelia is and she's asked to do, to do a lot and sell a lot and she does it all the time and she's amazing. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good point is that she is asked to sell a lot and she always sells it. Like there's never always. a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, for me, this is like a very good 
second to last scene for them, right? Like it's not their mm-hmm. final goodbye, but it's very good. Where like mm. I-, I love that she's this. <laughs> I feel like Jason, you may agree, Zach. You know, this feels very me, where it's like I'm yelling at you, but also I care about you, but also this is what I want us to do. Like I feel like I yeah. can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, and she's like. So you're half demon. That's way down on the list. You're also short and poor. Like, I love her. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, my boss is a vampire. Like, why would I care about that? Which is true. Like, it's silly to think that someone who came from Sunnydale, whose boss is a vampire, would be like, oh, you're a demon. Oh, that's (laughs) terrible. Like, I don't know. She doesn't give a shit. She dated Xander Harris, who's way worse than a demon. Exactly. (laughs) Way worse than a demon. Yes. (laughs) And I love, I, I love that, like, so she's giving those, like, pissed off emotions. And then she's like, that's done. Now, would you ask me out for dinner already? Like, I love that. Ugh. That's like. Goes nowhere ugh. because these riders are, I know. That somebody hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but it is a, I, I do love that, that she, after, she's like, well, now I'm done yelling at you. So now I want you to ask me out to dinner. And, like, fucking love her. Like, that is the, that yeah, is the that energy. That like, is you. But I want that to. is you. <laughs> okay. Now ask me out on a date. Huh? Huh? Do it. Let's go to the Wawa and get some water. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, listen, Zach made fun of my accent during our recording for my bloody Judy last night. We that you cannot make fun of my accent. <laughs> I feel like even hearing you say "good old boys" with your accent, I'm like, "Ooh, that sounds racist." <laughs> probably, probably uh, a racial undertone. But, <laughs> um but yeah no my my mayor of east town accent um i never really realized i had it till i moved to new york to be fair like i didn't no, think I'm i had doing an accent rewatch. At all. i hear you i hear you all the time <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how does it hold up for a rewatch it's, it's it's pretty damn good honestly yeah 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 i haven't i haven't done a rewatch um yeah anytime someone on twitter was like "Ooh, her her accent sounds cartoony i'd be like no that's that's what we sound like around here i promise <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not like that thick though no uh well the, the i'll send you like a clip just to hear the the accents are like very accurate um summer oh did you watch mayor of Town? i didn't oh it's you know what it is though right uh no <laughs> Is it Kate Winslet HBO like limited series where she plays like a cop investigating a murder? Um, oh and it's yeah, it's real fucking good. I think I tried an episode and I just like wasn't feeling it at the time. But yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah, sure. so it takes so like where Jason and I are from is in Jersey, but like right outside of Philly, um, and it takes place in like a fictional town on the other side of Philly. Oh, got um, it. And got it. the accents are like so thick but like so right flat. jason that in that area oh. the, the accents are very thick oh, oh my god that's <laughs> yeah. funny i had to do a, i had to do a british accent for a tape yesterday and i was like i hope i'm not butchering it and i just watched the crown like a lot and <laughs> nice but then i was like you know what like how many times is the american accent like butchered like yeah. so many yeah. times that like, is true yeah so many times i'm like whatever that wasn't that's not what we sound like we're not <laughs> no, all cowboys you always get the the R's. It's yeah. always the R's. The R's. Yeah. And we're, we're all cowboys. Like, it's just like, it's so funny when I travel, they're like, oh, you're American. And it's like, who, who here is, sounds like that other than you? <laughs> but yes, I am American. Like, it's just like, you sound insane. 
I feel like especially saying that to you, Summer, like you're so not like <laughs> you're very I like know. California and like chill. <laughs> I know. Like leave me out of uh-huh. um but yeah so before he can answer with asking her out that's when angel as zach mentioned pulls up on his little motorbike um and the scourge is like literally right behind him um all right hold on a second i can't get over that scene of him pulling up in a motorbike because it looks so tiny i'm like this doesn't even look heroic right now like i can't you know how i focus ian on like one little thing and i can't get over it I couldn't get over mm-hmm. that. I was um, like, I was like, why would this look so bad? <laughs> Wait, Jason, I want you, I want you to know what I thought of, and I was like, oh, I'm recording with Jason. Um, do you remember uh, <clears throat> the one time when we were living together? I think it was me, you, and Kevin, and we were watching. Um, God, what the hell is that show? Um, the Comedy Central show with the three Stoner guys. I know what you're gonna say. Workaholics. Yes. <laughs> this is what. This is exactly what I thought of. So Jason and I were him very intoxicated and we're watching workaholics and one of the guys pulls up on like, I don't know what the fuck it even is. Right, Jason? I don't know. It's, it's like I, this I, it's it's some sort of weird bike, but yes. Yeah. It's like a low, tiny bike. And Jason laughed so hard he was crying and choking and rewound it like 85 times and made us watch like we all had to watch it with him so many times. And it was just like a little like pull-up scene. And Jason was like, look at his sweet bike and was laughing so hard he was like choking. That's so so that's what I thought of when Angel pulled up in this like tiny mo- weird motor. Yes! Yeah. Like I was like, I was like, well, they, they could have done something better here. Like this looks so bad. <laughs> it's such a weird, yeah. It was um, probably like one of the crew guys. They're like, hey, get that motor back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I kind of love sh- I love shit like that. Like yeah. Zach, when we covered what is it? Is it Halloween five or four where there's like that car chase scene and it was one of the crew members' car? Oh uh, yeah. Um, it was four. Uh, like I no, read, no, like, no, five. Yeah, five. I read uh, that was like literally what happened summer in Halloween five. There's like a car chase scene, and the car they use was one of the crew members' car. They like liked it and were like, "Can we use your car?" That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I like love shit like that. Um, but so the scourge has arrived. They need to get the listers down below deck. They rush them down. Angel fights some of them. Um, I do like that he calls the one that looks exactly like the demons from the Buffy season three episode. He calls him football head. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I read that it like literally is the same prosthetics. So I guess it's just supposed to be the same kind of demon. Remember, like we just talked about Ken, Zach, uh, the mm-hmm. like demons that work for Ken in season three and like that, like yeah. other dimension. Um, Angel fights them. The listers get locked in their room with the beak. I, I was unclear. How did the like beacon light box chandelier thing? Uh, how did it, Get there. Did okay, can we? They, yeah, they let's, let's show it. Let, let's lifting them it. onto the boat. They they show it. Zach. <laughs> yeah, no, we need to talk about this whole beacon thing. Okay, because I'm not entirely clear on any of it. How the fuck it gets into the boat? I'm not clear on like how it's in the exact room that they are in. I'm not clear on how it's like. Well, if the light touches you, you die. But it's touching all of them. You know, it's right. like a like a light. You know, a full light. Um. I just don't understand the beacon. And then, yeah, I, I don't know. It's confusing, man. <laughs> um, but Jason, is there a scene? I don't remember there being a scene of them. Yeah, when it. they when they when they pull up, when they first pull up, you see the light, and then they immediately start like raising the light up or whatever. You kind of see, mm-hmm. but that's that's kind of all they show of it. Mm. 
I mean, I do so And the lift, where'd they get all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, it's the same thing. Like, like some some things are just like, all right, well. Never true. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I again. Yeah, they I do- show, there's, like, there's, like, a five second of them, like, like clicking it all together and raising it. So, I, don't, yeah. I, I, I don't accept. I take it back. I don't accept. <laughs> Doyle is supposed to die. They need to make it detailed enough so that I believe <laughs> that he couldn't have gotten out of this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, I like, wait, I take it back. I don't accept it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they end up locked in the room. And, like, this is where I also get a little, like, this is where the rush, rushed, rushedness of the episode, I feel, because it's like, well, Scourge is still there. And, like, they got on the ship, didn't they? Like, did Angel kill all of the ones that were there, I guess? Me, <laughs> like our evil plan is to... foiled. Everybody go home. Yeah, go home. <laughs> Everyone go to bed. Um, so yeah, they're locked in the room, and I gotta say, the last stand of so like Angel explains what it does, right? So they know, and the last stand of our our trio on that ledge, I think, is very good. Like I do, everyone's doing really good acting. Um, I couldn't, but be- like I couldn't believe that David Boreanaz did a really good job selling me on when like he thinks he's going to have to sacrifice himself and he yeah. has like tears yeah. in his eyes. I was like, look at you acting good for you, girl. Like I was like very, very proud um, that everyone was a plus and I, a thing. And I mean, you mentioned this earlier summer, mm-hmm. a thing that I did really like is that Cordelia is mostly speechless, right? Yeah. So like, you know, for her, if she's speechless, she's like genuinely like stressed and upset. Right. Yeah, the writers really bought a lot of power in her being quiet because yeah. she's ca- she's the one to call everything out. Yeah, yeah. And like like you said, she's doing really good face acting where you can see that she wants, like, the she way charisma is act right? It's like she wants to say something, but Cordelia can't think of anything to say. And she's looking between both men and it's like she doesn't want either of them to die because she these are yeah. like, this is her family, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah, and I... I just, I really, I, I again, I, I think you're right. It's like the power in her not saying anything, like, really sells it. Mm-hmm. That it's like the two men in her life are being like, which one of us is going to sacrifice ourselves to save these these people? Um, and Doyle kind of like punching Angel and knocking him off the ledge. And again, Cordelia is just like, fuck. Like she's just like, oh shit. Like she doesn't, she doesn't have anything to say because she's just like panicking. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I did tear up when they kissed. Um and like he transfers. We see the little like purple whatever light go from him to her. Um mm-hmm. but I Summer, I want to know your opinion, because we talked about this and I will remember you, how Cordelia mm-hmm. wasn't in on the decision making process. How did you feel about it here? Or Buffy wasn't yeah. in on the decision making process. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't really ask her how she felt about it. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. About, but, but about, like, about his death, you mean? Like, about the about, choice? About, like, him giving her his visions. Him, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. I mean, whoa. Yeah. I never thought <laughs> about it from that angle. I mean, that's a lot to take on. Right. But I guess also it the, like, it would be, like, someone has to have them, right? Someone has to have them. And I feel like she had committed herself to the greater good and being a hero. Yeah. Yeah, like she she had sort of spoken about that, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess there is some, yeah, I don't know, right? But I but I get it. It's like like you said, it is like the, a greater good thing. So like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I but I'm also I was surprised because I haven't rewatched this episode in forever. I was surprised how brutal it is when Doyle is on the thing. Oh and boy. We, Right. <laughs> so that's true. Really too, right. Him. That was David Greenwald who really wanted it to be like this. So I read the trivia before I watched it because I didn't remember how he like kind of fades away. Um mm-hmm. so David Greenwald wanted him to to like really melt, melt down to the muscle, then melt down to the bone and make it really like like you see it all. You see the whole process yeah. of him melting away, which is a lot quicker than the guy before got, by the way. Um <laughs> yeah. or a lot slower, a lot slower than the guy got yeah, before. Yeah. Um and that the the network thought it would be too – or somebody thought it would be too much for television. And so like what I've read from the trivia ended with that. So I was like, okay, so it's going to be like a lighter version of that. But no, they like – it's 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 horror movie shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I was thinking that too. I was like, Jesus, this feels like more horror movie shit than we had gotten at least this season of Angel. Like we got the guy that fell apart, but it was never like bloody, right? It was just kind of like oh, a hand crawling or an arm moving or whatever. Um, um yeah, and, like, it's weird that, like, this is his last stand, and, like, it's so brutal. Like, you know, we cut, and, like, his face is, it's all muscle, and then we cut back, and, like, his eyes are, like, caved in the last time we cut back to him. Yeah. Um, and, like, oh, man, when when Cordelia, like, puts her hand over her mouth and starts crying, it, like, it really, like, hurt my feelings. I was like, it's oh, not how you want to see your, your, your yeah. people, right? Like, death is already one thing. Um, right. And death is made even worse when you have to see somebody, A, in, in a state of death, sort of like Buffy and, and her mother, and then B, in this horrible, horrific way that they're watching yeah. Doyle mm-hmm. literally melt down to, to nothing, you know? Like, trauma. yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i know like i feel like anyone from sunnydale has like ptsd in general but like jesus christ like cordelia like you know her graduation was her having to fight with her like graduating class to like kill all these demons and like watch their like classmates get killed and then this the next year like jesus she needs cordelia really needed a break um yeah and like it is I like seeing that Angel and Cordelia hug. I was glad we got like, because, you know, Angel isn't a hugger. Um, right, right, I, right. I liked that it was like, yeah, even Angel's upset and he like immediately goes over to hug her and they like hug crying about this. I thought that was a very nice moment for their characters as well. Like two people grieving together um, that like are very comfortable with each other and have love for each other. Like I, I did like that. Um, yeah. And then, oof, uh, how what what beat do we end on, Summer? For the episode, I mean, it's yeah. a, it's super bummer. It was like I yeah. remember the first time I saw it and I really took it in for the first time. It was like, where where does it go from here? Because it really felt like they all established it together. Yeah, yeah. I was right? very yeah. very invested, and then you know I did finish the series, and now I I see like okay, well that's where it goes, you know. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and it does move on, but you do always. He left a huge presence for such a yeah. short amount of time on a show, which I think is just pretty remarkable. Um, yeah. From the writer's end, and and from his performance too. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, this is like weird because it's like that's the end. And then we just cut to them at angel investigations. And I, I like that angel and Cordelia have no dialogue in the scene. It's just them watching Doyle's Mm -hmm. tape. Um, 
And again, like, I mean, we mentioned this already, but like him, it, the, the fact that the, even the episode ends on him saying that it, am I done? Um, yeah. Like, whew. Uh, but then, and then no music. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's just really, really well done. And like, it is, it, it is a good send off. Like if the character had to have a send off, it is a good, I do it think send off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it is super fucking depressing though, because I mean, he dies very shortly after this, the actor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it just adds that extra layer where it was, I, that's all I could think about while I was watching that very end part, because the, the scene of him dying, right? Like didn't, it was sad, but it was more sad because of the performance, like, you know, charisma was giving, um, uh, it really hit me in an emotional way. When you see like the last remnant of him in that, in that video, mm. um, and it just, I couldn't stop thinking of the actor and like the actor was yeah. coming to his end as well. And so in, in that way, it's, you know, like he really yeah. is living on through that. I don't know. I don't know. Whole big spiel, but <laughs> it was sad. It was very sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then that's, that's the end of the episode. Um, favorite scene, Jason. Oh, Honestly, I think I think it's it's that scene with Cordy and Doyle where Cordy slaps him. And, you know, <laughs> I just I just love that scene. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. She's so like, well, ask me out. <laughs> um, Zach. Uh, the very end. I just think the uh, the silence and the mundaneness of it is, is really, really, really good. And I love when they just do that throughout Buffy or Angel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right, because they do do that on Buffy to like. It's very Drive effective. Home. Yeah, extremely and it is. Extremely effective. Yeah. Uh, Summer? I agree. I think that was the most impactful scene, too, for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think for me, it's same as Jason. It's Cordelia being like, ask me out now. Um, I, I just <laughs> love that. Um, but I also do... I I like everything of the, the trio's last stand on that like ledge of like... Angel and Doyle arguing about who's going to sacrifice and Cordelia not being able to say anything because she doesn't want to lose any of her like two very important men. Um, I just, they, it's weird, right? Because I mean, we've ragged on season one a lot and it is rough, but like they did sell them as a trio, right? Like we, yeah, I feel like at this point it's like, no, this is the trio. Like you said, Summer, it's watching this live. It's almost like, where is this going to go? Because this is the established angel family. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a question. Go ahead, yeah. Could Cordelia not have done it? Because she's not a demon. Um, All right, so if you say that, then we can also talk about the switches that were right under the wire. (laughs) Okay, maybe we shouldn't get to go down. That he could have turned off. Never mind, Doyle's a hero. (laughs) (laughs) I also am like, yeah, I mean, once you... Yeah. Let's just not even do just, it. We won't even pick it. Literally, okay. They kept showing the switches, and I'm like, just hit, hit the switches. You're good. <laughs> God, Jason, that would be like, <laughs> it's me, Zach, and Summer being like, who's going to go? And you're like, there's fucking switches right there. What are you talking about? <laughs> they're like, no, Zach's already up there. He's, he's melting right now. Jason's like, yeah, I'm going to hit the switch. He'll be fine. <laughs> Angel should have got that intel, too, because Angel was there. So He ran out to Angel quick. would be like, oh, yeah, they turned it off last time. <laughs> Uh, there's a switch. Why are you guys arguing about this? Like, um, I feel like we'll bypass favorite outfit because I, I don't know if anyone has one. 
I mean, I don't know who's going to say the Nazi outfit, but I feel like somebody in this room will. <laughs> no, God. Mm. Mm. Uh, oh, God. I literally Ian. put favorite outfit Cordelia's hair because her hair always looks great. I do um, like her I outfit on the boat. Best I think her outfit on the boat spoke to nice. the times. <laughs> it did. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Zach, you liked it? Yeah. thought it was good. Summer? Her little puffer vest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was cute. I love a good puffer <laughs> <Yes>. vest. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, I, I love that you, you love you love all of Cordelia's like throwback outfits. I do. It's all Y two K. It's my fucking closet. <laughs> it was just perfect, you know that it was it was a perfect outfit for middle of the night stowing away refugees. You know? Yeah, I don't care. It, it has it has a little survival candle in there it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She got a flashlight somewhere in there. I'm in my thirties and I still dress like I did in middle school. Like, I don't care because it's all back. So I'm having the it best is. time. <laughs> Summer, Kim and I talk about that all the time. How, like, because we're just, we're, we are 38 and 39. Kim, the other, uh, Kimberly and the other co host, who's my, been my best friend since eighth grade. Yeah. How, like, that style does occasionally come back. The style of, like, from when we were, like, younger and, like, teens. Oh, it's um, back. Yeah. And, like, I've definitely consistently dressed like a pop punk hot top at teen since like 16 years old. So. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like, give me those Jankos and that tattoo chauffeur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Dude. I, I do. I literally, I literally bought chokers after I watched, like after recording a season six Buffy episode where she was wearing chokers. And I was yes. like, you know what? I think we're bringing these back. And so I have a bunch of different chokers I wear like all the time. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know what brought back this Y2K aesthetic, but it's like I, back. Right. It's, I feel like teens on TikTok are dressed this like is the world's t- ending again. TikTok. That's probably why. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember Y2K? I was on like a military base, like playing pool and staying up late. <laughs> I I remember like that New Year's Eve. Like I, I was literally on the beach. That's a nice way to celebrate yeah. it. <laughs> and then I was just like, well, world's still here, I guess. <laughs> This I know. Is- Everyone was kind of disappointed that nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. Wasn't that? Isn't that the whole plot of the first episode of Futurama that like Y2K is happening? I think. I don't know. I think that I might be know. like. I think it. You might be right. It's right? something like that for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Zach, this is where you tell us that we're all. No, I won't. Be- <laughs> I won't. It's okay. Um. Yeah. Fab- grade. Uh, what grade do we give this episode? Summer. I would give it a C just because I wish they had not killed them. (laughs) If they were going to, they executed it well. I just wish they had not killed him. Fair, fair. Uh, Zachary? I'm going to do a solid A because now I'm thinking about the different ways they could have stopped it. (laughs) I don't think Doyle had to die. Yeah. Uh, Jason, I give it a B plus. I, I I like the I love the heavy episodes. They really get me. Mm-hmm. And, but and and like the episodes that I remember, I still remember the first time watching. I'm like, why? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. They always I don't know. They always they always like mm-hmm. stay with me more. And this episode always did. So yeah, B plus. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I think I give it. I give it a B because yeah, I do think they do the heavy stuff really well. It just the way it feels so rushed. Um. I can just feel, I don't know if you, uh, uh, Summer and Jason, I don't know if you guys remember, like, 
I think of like the Angel finale, how they were canceled with like when they had five episodes left and they do have to rush it, but they do sell it. Um, and so like I can feel the rush, but I can't decide if I want to forgive them for the rushedness or whatever. But a B is not bad. So I'm going to land on a B. Um, thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for listening. Um, thank you. Yeah. Now we're like, I don't know. It feels like the halfway mark, even though it's not officially the halfway mark. It does feel like this episode is like. It kind of does feel right? like. Because <laughs> like then we get Wesley and then the season's like almost over. Um, if you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. We're going through Harley Quinn season two. Uh, we will eventually get to three once we finish season two and uh, we're covering what if season one with a few episodes left any and all support is much appreciated um there was also an episode of summer and i just chatting for an hour and a half um on the patreon and um if you want to follow us on social we are at slayerfest x 98 and um if you want to follow me i am at ian x carlos summer where can everyone find you summary visual on instagram and at summer visual one on twitter jason where can everyone find you Oh, uh, mainly on Twitch at Jason Sully, S-U-L-L-I, and on Twitter sometimes, too. And, Zach, where can everyone find you? Oh, My Bloody Judy, a horror podcast I do with my buddy here, Ian Carlos Crawford. Um, You can just search My Bloody Judy, you'll find it. And then I do a, a morning show and a late show twice a week with my husband, Alistair J. Patton. You can search Coffee Tequila, and you'll also find us there. All right, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.